The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. Today, sex with Jaya is filled with chemistry. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. How about you? Well, my palms are sweating in anticipation. I'm fumbling my words. I have butterflies and my knees are weak. My goodness, that sounds like some kind of chemical something's going on in your body. Sounds like I'm ready, huh? I think so. Sounds kind of sexual. Yeah. Like being sexually attracted like to somebody. You've got some neurochemicals happening in your brain, like <laughs> bodily reactions. Or maybe not happening. <laughs> maybe everything's misfiring. Yeah. Did you get that way yesterday when we were on Playboy? <laughs> and you were massaging uh, some anal, uh, I giving some anal massage? To uh, Nookie Hunter. Oh, yeah. To Nookie Hunter. Yeah, that was uh, kind of nerve-wracking. That was some chemistry. Yeah, chemistry and a bit of butt chemistry. <laughs> oh, good. So what do you have for us today? I've got, I'm looking at like three fancy glasses filled with, it uh, looks like just water. There should be five in there. Uh, I've got five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's a it's a chemistry class. My goodness, it Is looks it? like chemistry. Yep. Um, so I've got sparkling water in each of those. Okay. I t what I try to do is make this as simple as possible to demonstrate how simple attraction is and how prevalent it is in our lives every second of every day. Okay, so I'm smelling one. This is like fine wine. I'm drinking out of a wine glass. So. Yep. Mm, it has a nice bouquet. <laughs> Actually, okay, so that, I have no idea what that is. Really? It smells funky. It's probably I'm the ginger. Drink it. Huh? It's probably the ginger. Oh, uh, I think it is ginger. Okay, I'm going to taste it. Yeah, so I put essential oil in there, ginger. Are you there? It tastes like ginger ale. All right, that worked. It smells a little funky, but it tastes... All right. Like it's a ginger. very simple experiment, Jaya. Okay, now we have to see how what D-Love thinks, because he's the wine connoisseur. He's swirling it just like the, wine. He's the chemistry is very, very important. Why am I doing Dr. Ruth all of a sudden? <laughs> that was my Dr. So, Ruth. So uh, what's good about drink. ginger oil that we're putting? Why would we want to drink ginger oil in our... Ginger is one of the great it's things that kind of helps uh, heat the blood, helps blood flow, helps relax the uh, blood vessels. And it helps with digestion, too. This one smells sort of floral. That's probably the citrus fresh combination. Okay. So that's a combination of citrus oils. It's uh, our little young living. It's citrus. refreshing. I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's got sort of a minty aftertaste to it. Okay, D-Love, here you go. So where can people find these uh, yummy things, these oils? and? We use the top-notch oils in the world from Young Living. And in our book, You're Sexy When You Eat Like That, you can see the link of how to get those oils. And D-Love's making questionable faces over here. I don't know if he's a fan of these drinks. Okay, we've got three more to try. Hand them to me. Over here, this is the chemistry. You, you can, chemistry one of those you'll guess right off. You probably yeah. guess all three. Okay, here's the first one. I'm grabbing. So this is a very very simple uh, way that's to. That's like chocolate mint or something. <laughs> chocolate. Maybe my maybe my smeller's off today. Yeah, your chemical. <laughs> you're still postpartum chemical uh, soup. I have no idea what that is. Really. Lemon, maybe? Yeah. Lemon. One of them's lemon. Lemon. Okay. Yeah, the other thing, after you taste like four of these, you probably wait, you know, your taste buds are in a... Taste buds are in a tizzy. Yeah. And so this is a demonstration of what can happen if you put, like, too much cologne on and you've got hair shampoo and your clothes smell like something else and you got alcohol in your breath. you got, like, nine different smells going on. Okay, that was government for sure. And then nobody can smell your real attractive scent. And there's a lot of chemistry behind smell. Lots of chemistry. It all comes down to smell, doesn't That's it? That's orange. Orange is my favorite so far, but now I'm doing peppermint water, which, which E.D. Love does every night to keep him from snoring. <laughs> but it didn't work last night. We were up all night. Yeah, he has to drink that all day long, I think. <laughs> okay, the peppermint. Woo! That, now that will give you some spicy lips when you kiss. Yeah. I think that's the best one. That's probably a good one. I mean, it also freshens your breath. So, you know, like yeah. that's like the most unattractive thing is when a guy's like trying to kiss me. And, and he smells like diesel fuel breath. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so that peppermint. And, you know, it's also awesome that you're like stimulating the senses through all this. You're stimulating smell, taste, and then when you kiss somebody, you've got all those on your breath. So that's awesome. Yeah. And it's just pennies per serving. Yep. <laughs> you can't beat that. Nope. So uh, today our guest was going to be Helen Fisher, but she's on an airplane on her way to Europe. Dope. So it's it's Jaya flying solo today. Sex with Jaya is going solo. Wow. I know. We'll have to listen. Luckily, I know a lot about brain chemistry when it comes to sex. Because I wrote an e-book about it. With me? Yep. Called You're Sexy When You Think Like That. It's so fascinating, isn't it? Yep. I When I started doing research on, like, the chemicals, the brain chemicals that were involved in sex and love, it's unbelievable. We had to kind of narrow it down. We didn't. We had to figure out, okay, what are the main points? How do we narrow this down into just a small e-book? Right. But then we really kind of expanded it because we have the new one, You're Sexy When You Smell Like That. Right. And there's so much when it comes to chemistry in the body, and I'm such a geek, you know, about the science of sex. I just want to know everything. So, uh, you know, it's good to good to know the physiology behind how everything works. But there's also a bit of mystery around it. And this is what, you know, we were t- going to talk with Helen Fisher about today is why do we fall in love with the person that people that we fall in love with? You know, there's all these chemicals that happen in the body that make us feel those feelings of love. We'll talk about some of them, dopamine, PEA, oxytocin. But, you know, why does that happen with one person and not the other person? It's kind of like our DNA is like 
my DNA is talking to your DNA through. So is it all about, um, you know, is there anything to do with chemistry versus, you know, what is love? Is it all just chemical? So then I have that question of like, okay, if if I am falling in love with somebody, do I have any choice in it? Or is it all just like my chemicals happening? Like when I met D-Love, he wasn't my type. <laughs> you know, I, I have a certain type that I like, but there was something about his chemicals that were very, very attractive. So yeah. my chemicals liked his chemicals. And it produced a really great baby, didn't it? Yep. And then, you know, that's, then that's the other question is like, are we just wired to procreate? Are we just meant to like, that's the only really, like we're just not in control at all. What happened if we just left it up to decision and the chemicals weren't driving? Right. Doing, or not, maybe not driving, but doing their shit. Right. So, you know, I, I, there's a lot of questions that come up when I start researching all this stuff because it's sort of, you know, I, I like sort of being innocent and not knowing about it, but at the same time, it really shed a lot of light on some things about why we behave the way that we do and around the monogamy debate, you know, around... Are we just hardwired to cheat on each other um, because of chemicals like dopamine? Um, and if you start understanding them, you start shedding the light on some of those questions. And it's really interesting when you think about, like... When you think about what? Are you there? I'm here. Okay. I lost you. You cut out. When you think about what? When you think about, like, uh, in countries where they... Um, Arranged marriages. Have arranged marriages, right. Then they say they learn to love each other over the years. And so what I think what they do there is they choice, but they also blend whatever, any, any chemicals that they have, they blend together to create a nice family or whatever. Um, so can your chemicals grow to be attracted to one another eventually? There's another question. That's that's kind of like the choice to love somebody. You're kind of overriding your chemicals, right? So you can you believe you can override them. I think it's that's the only way I can know how to describe it is overriding them. Right. So um, it's sort of it's sort of like in tantra when we talk about learning to transmute sexual energy. Yeah, because you start making a choice from your heart, and you make a choice that's not so selfish. It's more for like the good of the family, and then your heart, I think, can sort of become the master chemical maker of your body. Your heart becomes a chemical maker instead of your brain. Right. So it's kind of like that that idea that our hearts have a brain and our guts have a brain. Yeah. And, you know, according to, like, Greg Braden, he talks about the heart being the the thing that controls it all. It's these uh, sort of, like... Um, transmissions from the heart. That would be an interesting thing to research, is are there neurochemicals or hormones coming from the heart? I think it's more of like a frequency, and then the rest of your body, your brain picks it up. Um, So emotion from the heart, true emotion, especially when it's happy, regulates everything else in the body. And that's why it's so important to transmute sexual sensations and sexual energy to the heart to kind of give the heart this fuel 
And then it takes the fuel and adds wisdom, and then the breath. He loves up. rubbing his nipples. <laughs> I'm trying to explain something here. <laughs> All right. We're going to come back and talk about more about the chemistry of orgasm, and D-Love's going to be joining me. So mm-hmm. stay tuned to Sex with Jaya. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Want to have behind-the-scenes access to some of the greatest minds of today? On Shift in Action, we feature leading-edge innovators who are building a more conscious, sustainable, and healthy culture. Host Stephen Dynan offers live shows with evolutionary leaders such as Deepak Chopra, Van Jones, and others who are creating new paradigms for conscious living. You can keep your finger on the pulse of the latest frontier work with our weekly transmission of inspired wisdom on Shift in Action, broadcast live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired right there. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back, and we're talking about the chemistry of sex and love today. Mm. And I'm here with D-Love. Hello, D-Love. D-Love. Hello. The man who gets my chemicals going. I do. You get my chemicals going. We're just big makers. Yeah, chemical soup. Mm-hmm. We, when we met doing a dance, which is kind of like chemicals dancing, interacting. Yeah, and, no and words. We were just, you know, our bodies touching. Exactly. So movement and smell and 
and uh, sweat and because uh, it's not uh, normal kind of like swing dancing or whatever we're talking about. No, we were doing contact dance. Contact improvisation. Very yummy, and um, Andy Love is amazing at it. And uh, he had me flipping all over the place and up in the air, and I didn't understand what in the world he was doing with my body that night that we met. It's kind of like love. It was the most dangerous dance of my life, though, because it produced a baby. So, you know, that is a dangerous dance. Here I am two, two years later, and that dance just changed my entire life. Oh, I'm here. I and thought the, I cut off. Yeah. All right. So um, so I just want to talk a little bit about the chemistry of orgasm. All right. Because what a lot of people don't know is what is happening in their body when they have an orgasm. Well, what is and happening? what the key players are. So dopamine. Dopamine is a that hormone. That sounds like it should be illegal. It, it should be illegal. It's like heroin or cocaine in the body. Wow. And they did all these studies with rats. I was reading about that where... You know, they would they would put dopamine in, like, water, something that, that activated the dopamine in a rat's brain, and the rat would stop eating, stop mating, stop doing anything. All it would do is push the little lever to get more mm. dopamine because it's so highly addictive. Right. And it's the chemical in the, in the brain that's released during activities that further our survival, so sex, eating, achieving things. So when you get that, that really intense rush... Um, or a burst of pleasure or energy, like after you eat a really good meal, like mm. a really fatty meal. Mm-hmm. That's why, right? Because you're getting dopamine. It's the reward center of the brain. It's pumping feel-good hormones through your body. It's like this, this is why I can't stop eating the chocolate ice cream. It's true. It's it's that addictive behavior of things that are pleasurable to us. Mm. But wow. it's also really good because it is important with cognition, motor activity, your moods. Um, you're learning to do with your creativity. Well. So anything that, that gets you productive, that's mm-hmm. another good thing, you know, about it. Uh, so dopamine happens at the moment you have an orgasm, you get a huge squirt of dopamine. Wow, squirt. Just like a... Like an ejaculation. Right. There's so, a big-ass rush. Yeah. It's also released during the excitement phase of sex. So in sex, there's there's different phases. There's the excitement phase, which is sort of that build up, like Mm. that that tension part. And then there's the enjoyment phase, which is like a plateau, and then back into an excitement phase. So there's there's different phases of sex, but we we really don't spend much time in the enjoyment phase. Like most people, when they have sex, they just like get to that excitement, 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 dopamine squirt. Right. It's all about the orgasm. Right. Yeah. So. You know, one of the things I loved about when I did all this research was that it sort of proved the fact that tantric sex and some of the, like, sacred sexuality or the ideas behind it around going slow and having prolonged states of arousal, that that was actually really good chemically. Mm. Because what happens with, you know, you have this dopamine squirt, but right after the dopamine squirt, in order for your body to sort of even it out and so that we don't, like, lay around and not do anything all day, like the rats where we won't eat or... um, take care of our kids or anything like that, mm. the body gives you another big squirt of a hormone called prolactin. Mm. And prolactin is that thing, you know, how after sex you want to roll over and go to sleep. Well, now, I've heard that that's, uh, I mean, I've experienced, too. It's a little different for men and women there. Men right. almost always have that, like, want to take a nap. But for after women, they uh, after they get the orgasm, sometimes they're like, right. Getting up, clean the house, chat. Let's let's figure out uh, the next ten years of our lives. Right, right. 
And that's because prolactin lasts longer in a woman's body. It's not as big of a squirt so mm. much. It's more of, um, and I think it's it's also responsible for, um, you know, that that sort of feeling of like women sometimes can't explain like why they feel guilty after they have sex. Mm. And that can last sometimes for days where they're like, I don't feel like having sex with you again. And that's just because the prolactin sort of stays in their body longer right. um, than it does with with uh, men. So so then, you know, so you've got this dopamine squirt that happens at the moment of orgasm. Then you have a giant prolactin squirt. Mm. Then you have something else called oxytocin. Mm. And this one, I love oxytocin. We love oxytocin. Me too. I, I love getting so high. I think it's the bliss, you know, it, that just, it's the thing that makes you feel totally blissful after really great sex. Well, it seems to be like the, it is the bonding and the love, pretty much the love hormone of this this uh, triad that we're talking about, right? right? Yep, it's the chemical, you know, there's people who love touch, it's just that whole chemical um, cuddle feeling. So it's, 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 the, it's the hormone, it's also released during sexual activity, mm-hmm. um, and it's the bonding whole thing. But what it does, and I think this is really awesome, is the more oxytocin that your body produces during sex is that you actually balance out the dopamine and the prolactin. Oh, right. So that you don't get that huge spike and that really major drop from the prolactin. So this speaks back to the kind of thing of extending sensuality, extending extending connected play, and uh, building towards orgasm as opposed to hitting orgasm uh, to create greater senses of bonding with your partner and also to not be hit with that uh, prolactin after shot with such a hard spike and and uh, the prolactin, which makes you want to go to sleep or feel potentially agitated as a woman. Right. Right. So I have an exercise for, produ- I call it producing the big O, and I don't mean orgasm. Mm. I mean the big O of, oxytocin. like, oxytocin. Right. So one way to do it is to suck on the nipples. Mm. So there, there's this really awesome exercise in, that I learned in a tantra workshop where you lay um, really comfortable, like, like in a spoon position but facing each other. Mm-hmm. And then, as a guy, you're going to very slowly place your partner's nipple in your mouth and just suck on that nipple. Mm. And you can use your hands to sort of massage the breasts or other places of the body. But the main focus is on sucking on the nipple. But you want to do this for like 5 to 15 minutes. Mm. And it's very beneficial for women. Um, you know, like breastfeeding is so good for women. It helps reduce cancer, all that kind of stuff. But it stimulates the same, that really high oxytocin levels. And also sucking on a man's nipples. So, you know, a woman can suck on her partner's nipples, and it can be very effective as well because it will – men can actually breastfeed. A lot of right. people don't know that. But, you know, we have all the same hormones. Um, I think people – I think a lot of men want to keep the lid on that information. Yeah. Probably a cabal. Yeah. They don't want to be responsible for exactly having to take that on. It'd be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so then the next thing you can do is stroking, mm. like stroking the body. It can stroke all over. There's an exercise that I learned. We had Elena Tenetti on last week, and she does an exercise in her workshop where you lay down, and you've got, like, four people around you, and they're all whispering great things to you, like, you are beautiful, you are amazing, you can manifest your heart's desire. You know, they're whispering all this stuff, and at the same time, they're stroking you all over your body, Mm. stroking your face, stroking your hair. And that, uh, I got really high from that exercise. 
I've led that exercise in the workshop uh, I did at our house, and my God, the energy in the room is just like this soupy. It's, it's you can practically feel the oxytocin just coursing through the entire air. Everybody's in this lovey-dovey space, and eyes are dilated, and it's like uh, everybody's tripping out on love. Right, and it's really great with a lover because you guys can get naked and just very lightly touch everywhere. Not that it's supposed to be like a really high sexual thing, but just like. Sometimes I get more turned on by, like, really light, like, just, like, teasing over my clit, you know, or something where it's just very, very light touch all over my body. Mm. Well, you know, this brings us, uh, we're, we're talking about the chemicals, the chemicals of love, chem- chemicals of connection and all that, um, you know, with uh, with the with all of the dopamine and oxytocin and prolactin and all of this sort of thing, um, Maybe we can get a little bit into the Helen Fisher um, ideas here of what it, what is it about those uh, what, what what role do those chemicals play in attraction? Right. So, you know, uh, Helen Fisher. I just think she's really amazing. The first time I got to know her, her work was when I saw a TED Talks uh, mm. little video, and she was talking about some of these chem- these chemicals. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the same stuff that I've been talking about, and. Um, I found her lecture just so interesting, so I contacted her, and somebody else sent me some of her videos that are up on her website. It's HelenFisher.com, and she has a new book out called Why Him, Why Her, and it's all about why we fall in love with who we fall in love with. So this was a big question that came up with me, you know, it was like, okay, are are all these chemicals that make us feel like we're in love, another one is PEA, which I haven't really touched on too much, but PEAs and chocolate, which I, you know, why I eat so much chocolate, but it's the chemical that's also responsible for falling in love, but it's only produced with a certain person mm. for 18 months to four years, and then right. it stops. And, and the same thing happens with dopamine, where you don't get that reward with the same person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hmm, are we hardwired just not to have really long-term relationships and well, the one one theory I had heard about the about the prolactin thing as well of putting the man to sleep um, was in sort of more um, primal cultures and animal kingdom. Um, uh, the way of re- being sure to reproduce children is obviously to have as much semen going into the woman as possible, into the female as possible. So um, the prolactin kicks in, knocks out the person who's just copulated with the, the female and uh, makes room for the next male to to step in. Right. So Helen Fisher did research on this of, you know, are we just hardwired for that procreative one person after the other, the hormones and all the, the research behind it? She's a leading expert on romantic love, and she is unlocking the hidden code of desire and attachment. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how Helen, you know, the research that she did and how um, she found out the information based on on personality types, which I think she linked to the chemicals. Like if you are a person who really loves dopamine, then your personality will will be attracted to a different kind of personality. So it's like our chemicals are attracted to one another and that is why we like certain people over others, but there's also still a mystery about it. And I love that. And she, she also talks about some of that mystery and some of the unique properties around why we fall in love and timing and, and all kinds of other like really great stuff. So when we come back, we'll talk more about Helen Fisher's research and her work of why we fall in love with who we fall in love with. Woo! 
talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling erotic touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Corrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Corrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We've been talking all about the chemistry of orgasm. And some of the research that I've done, based on my book, You're Sexy When You Think Like That, which you can download at redhottouch.com. You're Sexy When You Think Like That at redhottouch.com. And uh, D-Love and I are here. And we are talking about Helen Fisher's research and her new book, Why Him, Why Her, and some of the research behind why we fall in love with one person rather than another. So she has broken it down into four personality types and that a lot of it has to do with understanding that type and your own brain chemistry. Well, what are the types based on? Like what makes a type? Well, so the first one is called the explorer. Mm. And the explorer is based on dopamine. We're sort of like the dopamine, um, you know, we like to get high on life. We, meaning you are, you're putting yourself in that category. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. There's a quiz in the book that you can take that helps you to figure out which type you are. And it's really long or else I'd, I'd have us all go through it, but mm. quite, quite in depth. And, um, so, so there's the explorer. And, the, you know, I just really fe- see myself in this type. It's the people who they love to be creative, they love to break rules, they love to Lots of different things. You know, I don't know if any of you are familiar with the Enneagram, but D-Love and I 
are both also number seven on the Enneagram, which is the um, enthusiast. Mm. And we're just like the enthusiastic, like full of energy, very impulsive. We get bored very easy. <laughs> can be um, a problem. <laughs> we, we have a lot of curiosity. Um, but the good thing for you and I, D-Love, is that the explorer's best match is another explorer. Ah, right. So, you know, it, it, like, I we remember reading something briefly that said it, it, that can be trouble, too. You just have to be careful that you're, what you're getting into. Right. Yeah. Well, it says here in her book that, that explorers are prone to mental diseases. Oh. Yeah, like bipolar <laughs> disorder. Right. Uh, I wouldn't put myself in that, that place, but, you know. I'd call you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can also be a little bit narcissistic and unpredictable, disorganized. <laughs> The laugh of recognition. Yes. So anyway, okay, so that's the uh, explorer. The explorer. Then there is the builder. Mm. And the builder is sort of like the oh, serotonin people. So mm. serotonin is um, like the longevity. They're, they're very loyal people. Um, serotonin is associated with good sleep, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're calm... So we're not, we're not we're not calling these people boring. No, <laughs> they're traditional. They're managerial. Right. Builders go with builders. Right. Then we have directors, mm-hmm. and these are the analytical. You know, they're very focused. They're very competitive. They're very independent. Um, they're very strategic. You know, like directors. <laughs> right. Right. That's a great name for them. And you um, think you have some of that in you as well. I think I do. And that's well, testosterone. Right. So, All of these have crossover, just like the Enneagrams. You know, it's not like any of us is just this one, one thing. Right. We probably make up a little bit of each one. Right. Um, and directors match up well with negotiators, which is the next one. And negotiators are people who are very intuitive. They're very amiable. They're imaginative. They're um, introspective. And they match well with the directors. Right. I think when I was just reading these briefly, I, I kind of feel like I have a bit of the negotiator in me. So we're two explorers with director and negotiator wings kind of uh, hook it up. I know. We, we like, fit perfectly. Our, our chemicals were made for one another. Ooh. It must, <laughs> must be true love. Yeah. And negotiators <laughs> are estrogen, so I should also say that. Yeah, right. So, right. you know, if you think about the fact that, like, what is estrogen and what does it do in the body and it being like more the feminine and like director is more testosterone and um, so it's just very interesting this whole thing and how it all comes together and how we all fit together. Mm. Well, you, it's a little bit tangential here, but, uh, and I don't know if the, the e-book is out yet, but um, you're sexy when you smell like that. Right, we're working on it right now. Yeah, you've been doing some research in that area as well about... Um, the chemicals of attraction through smell. Right. And uh, I would imagine that uh, there's some kind of communication going on with these various dopamine, serotonin, testosterone, and estrogen chemicals that um, get uh, tapped in through through the through other things besides um, you know touch. But we get the smell. Yeah, there's we get a lot the sight, of new research coming out on smell, and and actually there's a nerve called cranial nerve zero that they're doing a lot more research on. They thought it was just part of the olfactory nerve, but now they're finding out that it has its own its own whole route and that mm. it actually doesn't go to the olfactory bulb in the brain, but you know, I'm getting all science here, but that it's responsible for smelling pheromones. It smells very large molecules, and it goes right to the sex centers of the brain. 
So it's interesting, you know, that that the way somebody smells also affects the whole chemistry thing and how how things are produced. So it does all like even though all this research is coming out, there's still like mystery behind it, like you were saying during the break. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the thing. Are we saying that love and uh, connection is really just a science project, or or are there things like true love? Is there a, is there is there still a romantic element to the connection between two people, or is it all just about uh, procreation and and uh, keeping the race the race going? Right. So I'm going to go back to these personality types and who they're looking for in the chemistry of dating. All right. So the explorer is looking for a playmate. Hmm. I, I kind of like that because I like having playmates. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like pleasures of the senses. Mm. We like music that's intense mm. and complicated. I like really? that because that's definitely me too. We like the same kind of music. Yep. Most explorers have a good deal of experience at dating. A good have, deal of they experience? They have a tendency so. to play the field. See, I think polyamory yeah. is like perfect for explorers. Right. Well, that and the uh, Enneagram... Um, uh, enthusiast as well. Right. And and the, the danger is we can be flitting from one thing to the next and never diving deep. Um, and the exciting thing is that we're constantly seeking out variety and finding, um, you know, new places, things, and people exciting and diving into those things and enriching our lives through those experiences. It also says that explorers, for explorers, sex is an essential part of a successful relationship. Mm. And we have higher sex drives. Interesting. So the other thing that I think is interesting, too, is like Explorer Director, since I'm an Explorer Director. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that they have nerves of steel and they thrive on the edge and act fast. Uh, you and do I, act fast. I Hard love to keep being up. on the edge and I, li- I love, like, you know, sort of being on that, that like, high-pressure place. Right. Where I'm not Explorer sure if we're walking negotiators are more like they seek harmony. Um, on dates, they tend to be accepting and flexible. Mm-hmm. They have big hearts. Right. So that's interesting. Now, the builders, which were the serotonin people, mm. they they have a whole other thing going on, of course, because they want courtship. Right. They want the old-fashioned relationship. They are in good-to-good manners, punctuality, schedules. They're like the total opposite of us. White picket fence, uh ordered lawns, and making sure that you've got money in the bank. and Right. Yeah. They want to build a foundation. Right. So that's that's very, very, like, sex is essential to them, and they like familiar sex, though. Mm. So, like, things that they know they can, you know, that aren't too outside of their box. Yeah. So they seek novelty, but it has to be within their limits. Right, right. Um, and then, let's see, so the directors, they're looking for mind mates. They're intellectually stimulated. Mm. So for the director, dating is not about entertainment. It's a social activity. Like it, or no, it's, it's an expenditure of time and energy for them. It's so not it a social activity. It's not goal? entertainment. It's all about, like, listen, you're, you're uh, like, I can just see, like, the directors, like, the person on the cell phone, like, okay, I can fit you in for ten minutes for the date. Mm. You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> and then i got to get back to my busy life. I have to uh, line this up and figure out if it's going to work for me, and if it doesn't, it's off the chart. Right. Right. I could also see, like, a negative side of that, like, because it's in my own personality of, like, 
okay, you're just not going to work for me. I'm on to the next thing, you know. And I think that's a little bit of explorer as well, but I think my director also is just like, listen, my time is valuable. Right. I don't have time for this. Right. So, yeah. So then the negotiator, they're looking for a soulmate. They're the, the mushy, squishy, um, you know, the estrogen. We're meant to be together. We're twin flames. We're soulmates. Mm. They're chari- they love companions that are long-term you know, like a lot of this stuff um, gives gives us the opportunity to look at a relationship instead of looking at relationship through a single lens, like the romantic lens, the Walt Disney concept of uh, soulmate and all that kind of stuff, which is so prevalent in our culture. Um, it gives the opportunity to go, well, there's all sorts of ways under the sun for people to make for a relationship and successful relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean... Um, a soulmate and live, you meet the person and, and live happily ever after. It could be, like for us, a polyamory approach to um, romantic love, and that, that fits us. Right. So and polyamory so, means many loves, by the way, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term. Do love and I are in an open relationship, and, and we have many loves, and I think it feeds our, our dopamine-seeking personality types, which, you know, we could probably overcome if we felt like we needed to change that. But I think that, you know, and I think you too have a little bit of that negotiator where you fall in love and, I mean, we're in a serious, committed relationship. It's not like you're just out there playing. Right. Right. For sure. Um, well, the polyamory is a whole other show. Right. into that <laughs> But, you know, it, it speaks to different relationship styles working for different types of people, you know, like a right. negotiator and um, and. The, uh, what was the, the one that's serotonin? Uh, um, that's the builder. The builder, like the negotiator and the builder, they're really going to build, like, the household with the monogamous, you know, we're soulmates, we're going to be together forever, sort of a lifestyle. Right. Whereas an explorer director is going to be, like, working for the law firm and they see their partner on the weekend mm. of their many par- partners that they may have. Right. You know? but here, and here's also one thing where I think a lot of understanding the chemicals of love can be very effective in helping to guide couples through or partnerships through um, the long, dry spells or understand when the chemicals begin to change after that year-and-a-half to four-year period. Right. Oh. So we're going to touch on that when we come back. How to create longevity in a relationship. Good, good plan. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. 
Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. Wake up with a unique daily show. Listen for Mitchell John in the morning. Mitchell will bring you news, sports, and stock news from yesterday. You'll hear interviews from high-profile figures from the world of sports, entertainment, politics, and authors. Mitchell will talk to people throughout America. This is a show that throws right down the center. It's fun, information, and yes, even a little bit of music. Catch Mitchell John in the morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Voice America, and Thursdays on the Voice America Business Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. So, D-Love, you were talking about understanding Understanding the chemicals so that we can create longevity in relationship. Um, yes. Just touch on your ideas behind that because I think that they're really profound for people. Well, um, I, I think that there, a lot of people start ta- hearing the talk about chemicals and all this and they get a sense of sadness or depression that like true love doesn't exist and what about romantic love and all of this sort of thing. And first I think that the chemicals that we're talking about still contain absolute mystery in them. It's like, well, we still don't know what's happening, even though we have a little bit of a map of what might be literally going on in the, in the chemical world. It's still magical and mystical. Um, and the, the this information, I think, can really empower people to be deeply grounded in real relationship with the person who's standing in front of them instead of an idea uh, a romantic idea of, oh, I'm going to meet my soulmate and it's going to be blissful and beautiful and we're going to have feel the deepest love so for each other. it's about being aware and, and knowing that, the chem- that there is a chemistry that's happening. Yes. And so even though, you know, that person you believe is your soulmate, um, well, then all of a sudden you have a rude awakening when four years down the road you, you stop producing PEA and dopamine with that person and you're like, why isn't the sex hot like it was when we first met? Right. So now, armed with this information, you can be prepared, and instead of being at the um, will of the chemicals and feeling like, uh, oh, the love is gone, now you get to actually, you know, deal with the reality of making the choice 
of engaging in love and connection and doing some of these things that uh, you're a, a big proponent and educator on, like uh, tantric sex and sacred sexuality, where you, you can bring some of this play into your life that extends the love life, that can bring back in right. these elements. How do we produce it? So, you know, so some of the things, I'll just throw out a couple tips. These, these, you can get these in my ebook. You're sexy when you think like that. You're sexy when you eat like that. Or you're sexy when you touch like that. All, all three have different ones of these things for creating longevity and understanding these chemicals. You're sexy when you think like that, though, talks about it the most. And you can get them all at redhottouch.com. Um, and here, another couple of things like chocolate. Chocolate has PEA. So sharing chocolate with someone helps you to produce that chemical, that feeling like you're in love. Skydiving produces PEA. Cheese produces PEA. That's one of the reasons why I think people love cheese and chocolate, you know, so much. Um, so another exercise is like those things that build oxytocin. So another thing that builds oxytocin is caring. So letting somebody know that you care about them. Um, one of the ideas I love is like text messaging now is to just text somebody during the day and let them know that you're thinking about them, you know, just like saying or like sending a little hot little like, you know, later on tonight I want to, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. <laughs> in the blank there uh, in your text sex, uh, your, your sex text, and uh, that <laughs> encourages more oxytocin. Right. Then another thing you can do is ride the oxytocin. The, I call it riding the O in oxytocin. And that is creating that expanded state of arousal during lovemaking. So one of the things that men can do is practicing ejaculation control. Like mm. We had a show on that, Mastering Your Orgasm. And, um, you know, letting them let your partner know that you're going to ride the oxytocin because what that keeps you from doing is producing that dopamine spike and it creates that level of bonding, that depth. And it evens out some of those hormones. Um, so, so that one's a really good one. And you can just ride it by when you get to that level like eight or nine on the scale of like ten being ejaculation, you stay there as opposed to going over the, the edge into the ejaculation. And then what that is, I talked very beginning in our very first segment of the show, was being on that in that enjoyment phase, which so many of us don't spend time just enjoying we go right for that orgasm and stay in that excitement. We go high, high, high excitement and then ejaculation or orgasm and then we're done. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing that every now and then. Right. I'm just saying that, that to create that longevity and that, that fire in relationship, you've got to learn how to work with these chemicals. And there are different exercises that you can do to do that. Right. And, uh, you know, for those of us who are the explorers, uh, uh, there, there is the possibility of bringing in um, other relationships and uh, juicing up those chemicals with uh, sensuality parties or cuddle parties and that sort of thing and bringing those energies back into the primary relationship or uh, the, the, the continuing relationships. Right. And even if you're in a monogamous relationship, there's ways to get that dopamine going where you in like you do role play. Mm. So that's like a big really good way to do it is like tricking your brain that, you know, your partner's not your partner. Right. Get out the wigs and the, you know, characters and, and play with that and that's a really also a really great way to um build up some juice and some fire. And in trying new things. I mean PEA is like that thing that's created from really intense experiences like skydiving I mentioned. So creating like really intense 
um, you know, maybe you're not into necessarily swinging or polyamory, but one of the things you could do is maybe go to a party like that, but not mm. play with anyone else, you know, but you put yourself in that situation, so then your body starts reproducing those chemicals with the person that you're with, because you're in a new, you, it's about getting out of your patterns and creating and starting something new. Right. I was going to suggest when you're talking about people wearing costumes and all of that kind of stuff that if people are doing this, they should videotape that stuff and send it to us. Yeah. Redhottouch.com, yeah. Yeah, at redhottouch.com. Yeah. Send, send us your videos. Send us the videos. Yeah. We, we can start compiling and uh, making interesting role play <laughs> stuff. Hey, maybe that'll be a, a new DVD. Don't yes. give me any more ideas. I have too many DVD projects happening. <laughs> well, got to keep them in the hopper. Yeah. So Halloween's coming up, you know, so that's something to think of. That could be like a fun, um, you know, adult Halloween party. Right. right. A, a sensuality party around uh, role-playing. Um, so is there anything else within the Helen Fisher's research that... Um well, I just want to give her website, HelenFisher.com. She also has Chemistry.com, which is a dating site that she started based upon matching people with these personality types, and I think that's pretty genius. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can fill out a like a questionnaire, and then they ma- they help match you up with people you know like yourself. Right. Um, so I think that that's uh, really great, and um, you know she's got like five books, so a whole bunch of books. And lots of awesome research, and all the research is in her book. So Why Him, Why Her is her new book, Helen Fisher. And um, it's Finding Real Love by Understanding Your Personality Type. And I think it's great. Explorers, it's really fun. I love these little personality things. Mm. And I love, you know, finding out where I am, being an explorer director and having my relationship with my explorer negotiator. Information is power. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's hot. And it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think smart people are hot. You're you know. sexy when you think like that. Yep, you're sexy when you think like that. So redhottouch.com is our site, and you can go there. We have the e-books, and we're getting ready to do a big launch of workshops so people can actually come and learn all this amazing stuff and practice some of the exercises, some of the touch exercises in, in our workshops. And um, I'm really excited. I've been I've been thinking to love about doing a uh, a whole role play Halloween workshop. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Wouldn't that be fun? Love that. And we can all get uh, oxytocined up, and uh, it would be a really fun party. Awesome. So, you know, <laughs> we know how to throw really great parties. We always have lots of stuff to produce oxytocin, PEA, and get everybody high on. You know, we don't need drugs at our parties. Exactly. High on life. We are completely high on all these, like, sexy hormones, and when you understand that, you can get yourself there. So next week, I'm going to be broadcasting live from the ASAP conference, the Association for Sexual Energy Professionals. So join us next week for our show, Sex and Disabilities. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.